0: is to um, refer to the experience of awareness with reference to, <coughs> to breath meditation. And so when we have this time for retreat when you clear the space and you steady things, then it becomes possible to really <coughs> attune to mind in a, in a different way there's a, kind of, there's a kind of stillness or a space rather than the activity it doesn't mean activity is irrelevant but just the, so often we, we assume that the mind is, is the activity the thinking, the responding the interpretation, the meanings and so forth and these are part; these are mental activities, and um, it's rare, perhaps, that one gets an opportunity to, to experience something other, other, than, other than that. So there's good activities and happy activities and kind activities and so on, skillful activities, and then there's the, the stilling of activities. That's what we really <coughs> experience <coughs> when you uh, kind of review the whole situation: is how the activities generate more, and there's it continual it's a, it's a kind of reverberations going on, um, and somewhere there's can be a kind of you know tired of it. <laughs> As long as, as long as activities are set up with the premise that this actually, you know, brings one to a place of, of completion, which it, it, it doesn't, it brings one to a place of of uh, moving along to a next set of activities, which is, yeah, you know, <coughs> that's that's that, and that's. You know, part of what we're in and it can be enjoyable <clears throat> but without really making judgments about it to just to go into deeper another layer of mind or another layer chitta itself <clears throat> this is where um, as a, as the stillness or the uh, confidence and trust grows. And the two are kind of synonymous. So stillness might we see as a, an absence of movement, but it's not. A, it's a stillness that occurs because one feels a sense of on an emotional level something like trust. You, just, uh, you know, don't have to make anything happen or stop anything happening. So there's a, quite a you know, uh, trust allows a suspension of activities and the stillness um, comes through focusing on a particular level of contact. It also means that you, you know, the awareness has to spread over the entire bodily dynamic so there aren't bits of it that are somehow either stale and stagnant. Or you know, or tense and tight, because those will always create some kind of um, fidgeting or restlessness or blockness that means one well, doesn't feel completely settled. Similarly, with the with the heart and the moods, to really uh, spread over the uh, the resonances that occur when one's breathing in and out, fullness of that. Thoroughly sensitive to it, and then satisfying it, steadying it. So this this experience of steadying the heart is one that where one's um, kind of agility and sensitivity is is required. You know, it's, it's a heightening of of response so that the activities that we undertake are not distracting or irrelevant or um, corrupted, angry, irritated, pushy, forceful, dithering wayward. So this is perhaps the main theme of our practice to get our activities as Sankara's harm harmonising to what is really appropriate or suitable or in, in line with 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 hope, with steadying and understanding and being present. Just notice the the patterns of of the distractions uh, and the, the planning one can do or the imagining or the setting up or the rehashing of the past, then you come to the end of a morning and one's just got you know a handful of nothing really <laughs> and when you just remember how many of one's uh, plans one's made actually never work out because there's so many other contingent possibilities occurring you know, why do we keep doing it? Why don't we keep rehashing and reinterpreting? So you begin to get some sense of of um, skepsis, <laughs> healthy sceptics about the, some of these activities of the mind. And then what was really needed? What, you, look, you kind of get beneath the topics of uh, mental activity. What is really the restless or the hungry or the unsettled quality which is going directly all to, to that to that nerve ending the, the twitch like a nervous tick and just kind of smoothing it and smoothing it and holding it carefully this requires quite a lot of, of sensitive responsiveness <clears throat> not just a blank watching. That doesn't really—it's not sensitive enough. But uh, moment by moment, feeling where do the snags occur? Where do the jumps occur? Where do the twitches occur? Particular wiring, if you like. Where, th- where are my buttons, large and small? And it's when you—you know—you come into these points where most reactive got to do got to. You know, am I am I this enough? Am I good enough? Or I've got to do something? Uh, you know, that kind of place where we get very, you get a fluster. You can feel as that when that fluster occurs, a kind of ripple run through the system. There's a little tension tightening up, tightening up. You know, kind of something goes into action stations. The system tightens up, and then probably start thinking. So this is where. Uh, you know, a lot of our nervous energy goes. So the Buddha himself recognised what one thinks the whole, too much, the body gets tired. It just, it's almost like you get drained by it. The most exhausting kind of work is office work. <laughs> you know, because There's no, no regeneration possible in it. You can't put your shovel down and have a breather because your system is just getting wired. So, to, you know, kind of recognize the symptoms and to, not to deal with the topic, we're going to the very effects and then widening one's awareness around, particularly when those things occur, not to just tut-tut and get irritated and tighten up a bit more and get frustrated with oneself, but just to take those things, like these are little places, that are like, um, creases or places where the the, imagine like a sheet that's got twisted up so you have to carefully smooth it out. you don't rip it or cut it or bash it, you have to carefully attend to it how does this actually unfold, how does this smoothed out the reassurance, the kindness the breathing energy so you're smoothing those things and so as you open them up, you often find very right at the centre of that twitch there's just the one little reactive bit, you know, which is fear, fear of blame, fear of not getting lost, fear of not making it, fear of something or the other, you know, irritation, and you come to those things. So these topical um, concerns can be unfolded to reveal quite primary qualities that that uh, can we all um, find ourselves containing in some ways. So there's quite a lot of responsiveness required. Um, this is why this stage of the practice is connoted with uh, pity, rapture, as a joyful, bright, zestful state, and ease, a kind of comforting, pleasant state. Uh, you know, so there's a sense of these, these qualities they're both positive qualities one is more vigorous one is more sort of serene in its, in its standards and rather than trying to just get these as things in themselves just try to come from that place try to if you like to receive oneself receive one's breathing in a, in a bright refreshing way um, to receive one's well, the the flow of the breathing in an easeful, spacious way. So you're not just trying to kind of get these states so much as almost remember them, um, touch into them, and then try to almost like re, you know relate to one's experience from those, those in those ways. Breathe rapturously, like it's oh, you know, a fresh moment. Breathe e- easily, like it's, uh, e- it's the most easy thing to do. And then, you know, encourage those kinds of uh, uh, allow those attitudes to develop. So the awareness then is is very much mingled up with these qualities. Um, you know, one, one, one fully enhances one's awareness with these qualities, attends to these qualities. When things settle, either briefly or for more prolonged periods of time, then you there's a you can recognise there's a possibility to go quieter, to it's almost like waiting or a, a sense of open trust. This happens by itself. But it's to recognize the, the enjoyable qualities of of uh, smoothing and uh, pleasing and uplifting um, and practicing like that. And then you know that these rapturous qualities and pleasant qualities, moods are enjoyable. And then there comes a time when one something stills so you you begin to to see these or understand or comprehend or feel these very qualities and tones themselves as something that's another level of activity and maybe we just be quiet now so then it's rather as if the, the Awareness or citta is is Staying very still And open Like it's waiting or trusting And just letting uh, Experience touch it With a, In breathing meditation It's just the subtle Sense of um, The dynamic of breathing Which is a uh, uh, more than just kind of in out but a kind of a, a quality of energy or vibrancy which you recognise as breathing it's the very dynamic itself the, um, one might say it's the, the wholeness of the body experience it's the whole tone of the body experience it's the, like the vitality or the uh, life energy itself and so it's not really moving around so your mind can be quite still Then you have, if you like, a, a reference to a stillness or an openness, and what that this feels like, and so you've got something that's quite a ready reference. You can you can just sense when there's a push coming up. There's these these kind of pushes to have or to hold or to understand or develop something or make something or Try not try and think something, and uh, most of the practice is then about fully appreciating the stillness, gladdening, uh, uplifting it, and settling in it, and releasing those subtler forms of activity, the potential for activity, the like the wanting to know, or prolong, or You know, they kind of, uh, and you can feel those as as when they occur as a kind of contraction, because this is very um, powerful, subtle stuff. When you, you know, but when you as you experience chitta, you can see that the that sense of awareness is present all the time. Normally, of course, it's it's being moved around, and as you, as you, as you, if you calm down, as the mind calms and opens, it's you begin to see more, more clearly how the first kind of um, contraction or reduction of openness is the sense of me. There's a, there's a kind of an awareness and the an openness, and then there's some sense of, and just the sensing of. This bit, this that, this that. I am this, that's that, and then that develops, and around the me bit becomes more and more involvement and volition uh, occurs. Uh, so <coughs> practice is very much one of of recognizing that slight diminution of awareness that that generates the sense of meanness or thisness. And then, just like any other aspect of what we've been doing, you know, as if we're breathing out, relaxing that, opening it, not complaining about it, but just opening it, and then see so how that sense of meanness kind of shifts or relaxes. So, these this uh, experience of the bodily dynamic. It's just that's something else like a, you know, when we look at a cloud or we look at a tree or something, that's that. And you look at this sense of the dynamic, the this kind of vibrant quality, that's that. Mm. So it doesn't have to get activated. In daily life, a lot of of our practice experiences just experience how contraction occurs, how activation, how buzzing, how winding up, how careening uh, occurs uh, and how it ceases and the convictions that come up with it and the way it reverberates. And this time we have the possibility just to see the very beginning of it Mm. So releasing the mind from so is, is the general t- uh, result release is like uh, we're not talking about something that's really ultimate but something that's of a nature of of the energetic experience so when we get very highly meed you know, when I become very strongly meed it's very, uh, quite a tight hard, hard-edged forceful pattern you know? I'm not saying it's forced in an aggressive way, it's got a force field to it you know, it's not that pushing forward but it has a whole force field that begins to activate and generate and confabulate moods and thoughts and feelings, it becomes a little like a, a dynamo, you know? And it, it sucks and it creates a whole world and it creates a gravity around it. And that's when I'm really going, <laughs> you know? And it could be not necessarily un, unwholesome. And then as that diminishes, it, the universe gets a bit wider and perhaps there's not so much of that intensity and things are as they are. Yeah. So, you know, just sensing the, the, the nature of, of the experienced cosmos, one's own galaxy in there without getting caught in the taking issue with it just smoothing out the, the intensities Intensification tends to take us to the to a a central point of some kind, a topic or an object or a thought or or a a grip of some kind. So, just again, another suggestion is considering uh, if this makes sense. The awareness around the periphery. So, if your attention is much more towards peripheral, so so you rather than towards you know gathering together it's about spreading and suffusing and going to the periphery. So if you you know if you feel a certain tension, certain tightening, and actually what's at the edge, what what's beyond the edge, what's holding it, what's pressing one in, and what's what's in the centre. And then just kind of keep spreading your awareness. Can it get wider without becoming blurred. And does that is that steadying? It's the general pattern is that the the movement towards wholeness is not a movement that means there's more and more things, but that the whole process allows a settling and a stabilizing to occur.